Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Erin Fanice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all, I got something so dope for y'all's soul today. We have a special guest, my sister in Christ, Rachel. It's so much that's going on today in the world that steers you away from God. So I thought it was so important that we bring people on who's experienced different areas in God. And with that being said, one area that this young lady is experiencing is spirituality. She had a journey and an experience with spirituality that forever changed her life. And I cannot wait for her to share her testimony with you guys. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the Lord on my plate. Man, I have it all, but I always have faith. So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true. And still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. They make me smile Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better now Welcome back, guys. Today, we have a special guest with us. Her name is Rachel, and today we'll be talking about spirituality. With that being said, let's get into the show. Thank you for having me on here, by the way. Thank you so much. It's an honor. It definitely is a pleasure to have you on with the things we talk about. I think God has allowed Rachel to go through some things to be able to help others. And with that being said, start it off, Rachel, and share a little bit of how you got into spirituality. Pretty much just a little bit. Background. I was raised in the church. My family went to church and I actually have um, pastors as grandparents. So I always knew about like, you know, the church scene and Jesus, but I never really had a real like relationship. Nobody really showed me how to have a relationship. And, you know, as a kid, when you growing up in church, you kind of just go based off what you see. You know, you go to church on Sunday and come home and you go back to regular life. You know what I'm saying? So I just didn't. I didn't really like, you know, have a uh, personal prayers with God or anything like that. I wasn't doing anything to truly know what a relationship with Christ is like. With that being said, once I went off to college, that's when my uh, ideas of how I looked at um, religion and looked at churches, because I'm not going to put Jesus in it because I never had an understanding of Jesus like that. Just the story yeah. of Jesus. But yes. when it came to religion and churches, I was just kind of on the fence because, you know, um, just growing up and being black, it's like you learn about your history and, you know, the schools, they teach you how with slaves, we were, you know, forced to read school and stuff. And so it kind of had me wondering at that age about like, you know, 18, 17, 18, I'm wondering like, you know, if we was forced to do this, maybe. (laughs) Yes. And so, yeah. So like um, once I went off to college, that's really because I already started to kind of drift off from wanting to even go to church anymore when I got a little older. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the person I was with. Uh, This is just a side note. I feel like when you are in a relationship with somebody that doesn't uh, agree with your religion or your faith, you are 
very susceptible to a cus- like getting their beliefs and not even realizing it, you know? And so I tried to, you know, at that time, I tried to bring my boyfriend to church and stuff, but, yeah. um, you know, the more we just started doing our own little thing, we kind of, I drifted off away from that and he didn't care yes. about the church. So that played a huge part. So anyway, yeah. once I went off to college, that's when I was in my pro-black stage because that's that's really where it started. And it, right. that's, that's so important to note because in this day and age with everything going on, a lot of the black people are starting to take back that black pride, you know, uh, just yes. oh, right. And, um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, loving who God made you to be. But um, when you start digging into, um, you know, just doing things out of pride, you can be so misled. And so, yes. And yes. So in college, that's what I was on. I had my pan-African flag, you know, the red, black, and green flag. Yep. I was, yes, like I was, I was like that Black Panther stuff. So anyway. <laughs> yes, I come into contact with so many people just like that. It's like, um, it's the white man's Bible. They force religion mm-hmm. on us. That's not what our roots are. Mm-hmm. Our roots, in our roots, we studied this, that, and the third. And you were made to believe that it was bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> right, right. And it's just so amazing because you don't even think that something like that would already just take you out of the truth because you yes. think it's more about your, your people, but you really losing your faith. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says, you know, pride is one of the major sins. And that's not to say, you know, not be proud of who you are because I'm proud to be black. Love it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. <laughs> but with that being said, my black doesn't overshadow who I am in God. I was fearfully and wonderfully made by God for God's purpose for my life. Mm -hmm. So anytime my black overshadows God's purpose for my life, I'm already in the wrong because I've made my black an idol over who God is and God's purpose for my life. And that's what we're put on this earth to do, to ultimately serve as a tool for God. That doesn't negate the fact of where you come from and you know what your background is. And if I can say, even in your background, if that's not who you were, I am so glad that I was exposed to Jesus, to God, because he has done wonders. Nothing, no one can ever tell me Jesus our God isn't real just the supernatural experiences that I've had it overshadows who I am when it comes to me being black and I would like to say to be quite honest when people say okay I'm not Christian Christians have a have done a lot of bad things in Jesus name I always tell people listen who you are as a Christian has nothing to do with who God is as a God God is God even without you being you you're just a tool so I don't look at you know people are pride or things like okay this is a representation of who God is I stopped doing this or I stopped serving God because somebody made me have a bad experience mm, yeah that's I think that's that how so many people get into spirituality mm-hmm. somewhere along the way you know they had a disconnect mentally physically or spiritually yeah. so you but yeah back, back to what you were saying Rachel go ahead <laughs> Right, like for real, everything you're saying, because that's exactly how I felt when I was, when I hit that age, about 17, 18, I was thinking more so, you know, if these people in my life, we go to church with I come home and I got to deal with this and that, you know, that ain't that we're not being a reflection of Christ. We're not yes. our jobs as Christians. So that's why so many people like, I ain't about to, why would I sit there and believe in Jesus when I could do the same thing you doing and not believe in him? You get what I'm saying? And, 
Exactly. And I think so many parents, they go to church and they play church and they don't expose their kids to the truth. What I mean by that, when you go to church, some people just go to church to go to church instead of actually going to church to learn. So in a sense, your kids aren't getting anything out of it and you aren't getting anything out of it. You're just going to say, I went. But that's not the purpose of church. purpose of church is to understand who God is and his power. That's where you go to learn, you know. So I think there's a disconnect there because a lot of people are struggling away from learning and it's a lot of religious you can't wear this you can't say this and that's why I think a lot of our young people are actually turning towards spirituality as well yes I agree with that when it comes to spirituality and knowing who God is I'm, I'm glad that you know I was under a pastor who taught me a lot of things about supernatural things spirituality God Jesus so I'm actually actually excuse me able to put those to practice in my life you know I wasn't easily fooled that's not to say I've been saved all my life because it's definitely not it <laughs> but it's only so far I was straight before I, I knew like nah this kind of the edge of the building I might be about to take a nosedive and yeah. it, it's not gonna work out for my good mm. but um yeah so back into the um spirituality thing go ahead Rachel <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so once I was in college, um, you know, I didn't, I stopped going to church and yeah. I didn't really have, uh, at that point, um, I would say maybe my ninth, not my ninth, my bad, my freshman and sophomore year, I was just so pro-black that I was just learning about um, my history. So I was listening to a lot of people that were um, just about, they were going about the uh, history of African-Americans and how we're from Egypt and how we were kings and queens and all this stuff. Um, And I was questioning, you know, what religion do I believe in? So I started looking into like what, you know, the, the, um, our ancestors, what they do. And, uh, you know, I found some things about Hebrew Israelites and I was like, I don't know about that. Cause it just felt too structured for me. You know, I just kind of came from the church, not saying that the church I went to was structured, but I was at that point in my life, I didn't want to be under no structure. Cause I just felt like that was fake. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I don't want to be a Hebrew Israelite, but I don't want to, um, just, cancel God. You know what I'm saying? Now, I yes. was, now what I was doing, I was questioning Jesus because when I was in that pro-black stage, um, they were saying how Jesus was black and, you know, his name couldn't have been Jesus because the, <laughs> the letter J wasn't a thing. Like, literally, in like all semantics. These, yeah, and it's like all these things were just popping into my head. Like, if, if we've been lied to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it didn't make sense to me. Yes. Yes. And if I can say, like, when people get into the semantics of things, I tell them, listen, I don't care if his name was Shu. It could have been wrong. (laughs) Whatever it is, this present day and time, this is what he wants us to say. And I do believe, you know, over time, things have changed. Just like animals have evolved, words and things do evolve. So that's who God wants you to know. Uh, Shu ass now. He wants you to know Shu it's Jesus. That's right. That's, that's why he got so many names in different cultures. Not everybody calling him Jesus. Not right. calling him Yeshua. You know, but it's is G. We know what he came to do, and there's only one person that came to do what only he could do, and that's Correct. all that matters. That's right. Correct. I'm I'm all about the message in the relationship. To be honest, I'm not trying to get into the semantic. Some things, even if you are uh, a Christian and you actually read the Bible, some things 
You have to actually seek God for to get a revelation. And God will give you a revelation on one scripture, two, three, four, five times according to what you're going through. So people get so caught up because they don't have a relation. When you don't have a relation, you can be easily confused and easily um like, okay, well, the Bible is conflicting. It's contradictory. I don't understand it. You don't understand it because you don't have a relationship with God mm-hmm. to give you the revelation on what he's speaking of. Because some things are are a metaphor and some things are meant literally. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, everyone's relationship is different with God. And he'll, he'll give you specifically that understanding. He just wants you to seek him. And that's a part of reading the Bible, honestly. Just getting to know who God is and God revealing you his power in your life. So honestly, I think so. People get so caught up on pride of, you know, who's who's more superior when you were really created equal. And honestly, if you get caught up in that, then you miss God. Because, again, that's pride. God doesn't. He he, he ain't for that foolishness. That ain't got nothing to do with you advancing the kingdom of God. What you being greater than the other person have to do with advancing him and for him. That's right. So even if you let's just say, for instance, even if you as a black person is superior to your, um, you know, to others. okay, now what? Now what? Right. (laughs) Now what? What what are you going to do with this information? (laughs) And it ain't. And whatever you're going to do, feeling superior is not going to going to fall under the righteousness of God. So Mm. like we try to place and that's why I was going to get to with the spirituality thing and just with the whole black pride thing. It's like you are really just trying to make a pathway for yourself where you dictate what's right and wrong with, but people fail to realize is you can't just refer to God as just, oh, he just the creator because if you really knew God, you know he has a law and there yes. is a difference between right and wrong and when you disagree with it and you say, oh no, that ain't right, you exalting your pride over God. And yes! You know what I'm saying? And that's where, yes. that's where a lot of people are getting straight. They don't want to surrender to what God is saying. It ain't even about us getting it all right. It's just us accepting the truth of the matter is that's right and that's wrong. Yes. Rachel, um, please tell them about, you know, the revelation God gave you about Eve. Right. Okay. So matter of fact, I'm going to pull up on the Bible app. I'm going to pull it up on the app. And um, when I first got saved, God, that's really when God started revealing to me the deception that I was in just by reading the Bible. It was so many things. But one thing he showed me in Genesis, I think this is Genesis three. Yes, it is. In Genesis three, seven, it says at that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. That scripture really, the revelation God was telling me right now, there's a lot of people who are believing in the third eye term. Mm. Um, that's, that plays a huge part in spirituality and people are really feeling enlightened when they say that their third eye is open. They feel like they know all the spiritual truths. Mm. <laughs> but yes. what he's showing me because that's the thing, we're seeking knowledge outside of God and that's what the 
the whole story of Adam and Eve was about because Eve, Adam and Eve, but particularly Eve, she was seeking her own knowledge. God told them to go and multiply and be fruitful. Don't worry about nothing. Just obey me. But Satan tempted Eve to take fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and bad or good and, good and um, evil. And because it was enticing, it was tempting. She took of it. And so that's what people are doing now. They don't want to come to the most high, the only God. They don't want to come to God for what they need to know. They want to learn it through this world. And so when they said their eyes were open here, God was telling me about the third eye term because I thought I was woke. That whole term to woke people yes. understand that's really them being deceived. And that's yes. for um because as you can see in that scripture, it says suddenly they felt shame. Shame don't come from God. Ooh, girl, speak on it. <laughs> from God. So that's how you know at that very moment that they took of something that was not of God. They took advice from Satan. And that's what people are doing. They're they're taking these um these temptations from Satan and then they're dealing with depression. They're dealing with all these sins that's come and, and it's um producing the effect of shame and guilt and sorrow. And what they don't realize is that's not God. God is good. God don't want that for you. But because you want to continue to walk in pride, you know, you're gonna continue to reap re- reap what you so that's going to be the fruit that you produce. And it's, yes. oh, it's amazing. Yeah. God And God will reveal, just like you were saying, it's about relationship because you can't just open the Bible and read and think you're going to understand. <laughs> you need the Holy Spirit to help you. Yes. Yes. And, and also, if I can say, Rachel, people think, you know, a lot of the terminology for her eating the fruit was okay she could have been doing this or that or some people even refer it back to sex to be quite honest but in the revelation from God and it backs to what you're saying whenever they did that it was in a sense a way of questioning God if you question God you're not supposed to question God because if <laughs> I'm all knowing I am that I am and you're questioning me that's rebellion when yeah. you go against what I said that's just like you know if your child questions you about something that you know is right you look at them like who are you talking to and it's more so of out of re- rebellion so because they ate that they rebelled God had to separate them because that was a sin. Mm-hmm. And so that's how a lot of people are. The knowledge that they're receiving is rebellion because yeah. it puts trust in self. And ultimately, you're supposed to put your trust in God and knowing God. And the revelation comes from God. The knowledge comes from God. The yeah. understanding comes from God. And yeah. people want that knowledge to be from self. And they take it as, okay, God made you a God. and He made you in his image. Mm-hmm. He made you in his image. He did not make you of God. That's two different things. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you serve a purpose and you your rule is here on earth, not the world or excuse me, the universe. So mm-hmm. anything that you take you know, in a sense, or you receive from this world, it's because God wanted you to have. And a lot of people are putting their trust in spirituality mm-hmm. through the universe instead of giving acknowledgement to God. And that's the sin. And you take the acknowledgement of God by putting trust in self and also putting trust in things. In it's creation. vital. Yeah. In creations and not the creator. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And so that's the danger behind spirituality. And as they say, air quotation, your third eye, it's really open up 
opening up the eyes of your understanding to things that are not of God. Right. So uh, going back into what you were saying, honestly, when you're having that conversation with people, it's like, you know, you're, you're brainwashed or who you learn it from. And it's like I tell people all the time. Once you start to get a relationship with God, no one has to tell you these things. He'll actually speak to you for himself. That that relationship or that longing that you're seeking, it comes from a direct source. You don't need an ancestor to tell you what God said. He'll come directly to you and tell you what he said. (laughs) Exactly. It's like people don't think that that's, you know, possible. I don't know what it is. And it's that it's because, you know, our human nature is naturally wicked. It is. Yes. And so we're so easy to rebel against God. And it's just like what you don't realize when you go against God, you become his enemy. You get Yes, Lord. You either for God or you against him. And there's no in between. And that's why we even go to the extent of redefining who God is and then considering our own selves God. And it's just like, you know, you have a creator. You didn't make yourself. You didn't make anything in this world. What, yes. we see, what we see is proof that who made it, we cannot see. But, you know, that bothers people. That's not a good answer for people. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, man. But, you know, the grace of God, the, by the grace of God, he's He's so graceful. And he still loves you, even if. You know what I'm saying? But yes. It's crazy because if you know or you have a rather a relationship with God, you understand this is the exact thing that Satan got kicked out of heaven for. Isn't it it crazy how the exact thing he got kicked out for is the exact same thing he's trying to get you to go into. (laughs) Same thing. He wanted wanted to be in control. He wanted the glory. And we we live in a society that is feeding off self-glory. God deal with me about that just not too long ago because we didn't got so accustomed to pleasing ourselves and it's like we weren't put here for that. Yes. Put here to please ourselves. Yeah. So that leads to my next question. You know, so where did you start to look when seeking information about spirituality? Okay. I'm going to be so honest with you. I can recall this moment. And this, uh, another thing I want to say is what you surround yourself with, what kind of shows you watch, the music you, you listen to plays a huge part in how you can get deceived. It was actually a celebrity um, Tentacion. I used to love his music back then and um, you know people my age we just like anything that sound good we don't be listening to the lyrics for real we just like to listen to something to turn up in the car and be bumping so, <laughs> so um, I'm guilty I'm guilty right, right, exactly. and so I want to say this was after after he passed away, I was listening to his music a lot, actually, because I was depressed. And that's yeah. the thing. Whatever you feeling, that's usually what you gravitate to. And when mm-hmm. you're not under the protection of God, you will be so surprised how far deep you'll go into the rabbit hole just because you feel a certain way. You don't yep. need the feelings coming from. And that's spiritual. So 
as I was just, you know, uh, in, in college and just depressed or whatever, I would listen to his music. So one day I remember I was sitting in the living room and I was looking at interviews and I was just listening to the things that um, he was saying about what he believed. And a lot of what he was saying was under the spirituality category. And so it kind of had me thinking, you know, or just kind of questioning. Just I had all these questions in my head and um, I feel like idol worship. Um, that was a form of idol worship because I was putting putting this person as my idol, you know what I'm saying? Just listening to certain celebrities so much and then trying to get into their lifestyle and see what they're doing. That's how a lot of people my age are getting deceived. They want to be just like oh, yes. and follow yes. what And so that's where it started for me. Um, I'll also say uh, Zodiacs because uh, what, what I learned from X when he at that time, it's like he was talking about the frequencies, like the spiritual, spiritual things like the stuff you can't see and you know then I started thinking about um, my zodiac and my horoscope it's like I started wanting more and more answers and that's the thing like when you not with Christ you just out here seeking answers from anywhere and what people don't realize is there is fallen angels on this earth in the spiritual realm so you got so much stuff out here that got bad evil spirits behind it but because yes. he's so thirsty for knowledge he he, was, he knows exactly how to draw you in too that's right that's right and that's why zodiacs have been around for so long because people like to learn about oh like this you know what i say it just it's stuff that we don't know but it's yes. from demons it's really from because that's the thing demons they're they're spiritual the principalities in the spirit um and they do have a, a level of authority uh, particularly over the people who are not under Christ who are not children of God they have an authority to deceive yes. you and so what happened with me was it turned into that for me. It was my horoscopes. And when I got into the horoscopes, that's when I started spiraling into things like tarot. Yeah. That's like fortune telling. So that's really where it started with me. It just went from that black pride to, you know, trying to figure out stuff on my own. And I was partaking in drugs and stuff wow. like that. So, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Like I can't even sit here and tell you where my mind was because I was just looking for answers you know and most people are most people want a deep connection and a deep spiritual connection but mm-hmm. that's the GPS that God gave you so mm-hmm. um, that I like to tell people that saying is true it's a little bit of truth in everything you watch on TV when you mm-hmm. see that little uh scene where you got the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the next that's true yeah, that's everyone true. everyone is ex- assigned an angel just like God assigned you an angel, the devil assigns you a demon spirit too. And so people are wondering like, how are tarot card readers or how do mediums and psychics, how are they able to tell you about yourself? Yourself, um, They're able to tell you because the spirit that they're talking to is with you every day. They know what's going on in your life. That'll be just like me being in a room. I can tell you exactly what you just ate. Yeah, I was right there with you. <laughs> right. These demons can literally tell you what's lined up for you in the spirit 
around. But that's they also when the more access you give them, they're able to block it. They're able to delay you. They're able to literally sway you away from your destiny and you can't Correct. see spiritual blessings. And that's I'm so glad you pointed that out. That's because that's why I was really trying to say like you got angels and you got demons. And so yep. don't think, you know, oh, you know, because this person can tell me what I ate yesterday, you know, this is something, this is some truth in it. But it's like you don't know where they're getting it from. And I can go ahead and assure anybody that's listening, if you under a fortune teller, if you under a sorcerer, if you under somebody who palm read or you just listen to their stuff, they are getting all their information from demons. The the Lord is not he's allowing it to happen but the lord is not behind that god is not behind that that is the enemy because god forsakes he detests fortune telling divination and sorcery so it's not of god and if it's not of god it is of Satan. Just you better say it, it. <laughs> and people fear what they don't understand so whenever you tell people how well um they think of the devil in a little red suit the devil does in fact come to steal kill and destroy but yeah. do you think in his mind he will come as something unattractive to you if well, you think I, I, of the devil in a little red suit he already has you full he can come in that man that you've been saying you've been wanting yeah. uh, drugs alcohol spirituality yeah. people you know they're not it's getting so deep to people are actually they're transported out of their body they call it astro project oh, yeah. they're <laughs> astro projecting out of their body in, into different realms and into you know actually into the world and actually you're in a realm that's not of God yeah. so the things you see and the things you experience you're experiencing in a sense illegally because yeah. the devil is using you and he wants to use your body in any kind of way and with that being said you think like oh my God, I've obtained some information nobody knows. I'm all powerful because hey, they lined up this opportunity. So many people don't think that the devil can bless them. Listen, I don't know why they think this because he in fact led Jesus, King of Kings, Lord of Lord, who was here and created the foundations of the world. Jesus and God was here at the same time. He said in Genesis, it was good to them. Who you think yeah. he was talking about? So many times God has showed up on the scene before he was even on the scene. But that's another story for another day. But <laughs> getting back to it, people think they're obtaining this knowledge that no one knows about. And actually they're getting this knowledge from something or it's a source that's other than God and the devil is lining these opportunities up for them and they think I'm blessed how come I got so much money if it wasn't of God mm. listen as long as you're not a threat to the kingdom of darkness you can go and do whatever you want what but you as soon as you start exposing people to light and the tricks of the enemy you become mm. a threat if you think you obtain that in God I dare you to test it you mm. can test it by start doing works of the Lord and see how quick you lose whatever you gain in the kingdom of darkness yeah. that's how you know because the devil he's going to take back everything he gave. that he gave you <laughs> this concludes episode one of three for spirituality, tune in next week to get the rest of Rachel's story. You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.